Welcome back to the Triumph Over Trauma Show, where we share stories of everyday people overcoming adversity. And we do this so we can learn tips, tools, techniques, strategies, and mindsets from each other to better overcome adversity that we face in our own lives. And today, I am very excited that we're joined by a special guest, uh, Miss Amy Looper. And Amy works with companies to build a company culture that scales through high performance and diversity. She works with individuals to improve performance by overcoming chronic stress and anxiety, stepping into their greatest level of leadership. And as an 18-year award-winning sales veteran, working parent, two times postpartum depression survivor, and now transformational leadership coach, Amy uses her lived experience to transform the lives of her clients and audiences across the globe. So very happy to have uh, have you on this morning, Amy. Anything else I, I missed from your bio? Hey, Chris, good to good to hear from you, and uh, great to be on your show. No, that sounds great. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for making the time. I know I know this is an exciting day too. <laughs> yeah, it is a good day. It is a good day. The the new book is is out, and uh, you know we're just continuing to help a lot of people heal from uh you know things like postpartum depression and anxiety and just that chronic burnout that i think a lot of people are struggling with and which which is is well you know it's how common it is so they and just as a reminder that the the format we have is in each episode people share the adversity they faced how they overcame that adversity and what they learned so um, with that being said, we can get right into it. Um, Amy, if, if you want to take it from here and just, and, you know, sh- share your story and, and what you've learned from it. Oh, sure. Um, okay. So, so, um, yeah, for everyone who, who may not know me, which probably most of our listeners, this might be our first time interacting. Um, my name is Amy Looper and I live here in Arizona with my family. I'm a mom of two girls, uh, you know, they're, they're growing ages six and eight and, you know, married and, and came from tech sales. I spent over 18 years in um, healthcare IT, uh, cybersecurity software sales. And in early 2020, I really hit this place of burnout. It, it was a uh, experience that had been bubbling, I think, for a long time. But like many high achievers, many of us like to keep the doing and we just keep going and we keep putting a smile and we just keep saying everything is okay when things are really not okay. And so years prior to um, 2020, you know, we went through a lot of, a lot of things. We had, we had two kids and uh, a lot of, you know, high risk things with both pregnancies. And uh, I had a birth trauma with my second one, but in between both of those, we had lost uh, a family member to suicide, which was very traumatic on our family. And so it really left us in this place where we're trying to raise babies and figure all of that out, right? Um, and, and, and then having to deal with that. And so it was just a really big um, emotional heavy time we, when we also needed to keep our careers going. And so we just kept going, right? And for any of you that are listening that have been in those life circumstances where just life gets heavy and it happens to get heavy and it feels like it gets heavy all at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want to give you hope because now that I'm on the other side of it, I've really learned how to, uh, you know, really 
deal with the the not so amazing characteristics of being a high performer. I have learned to to create boundaries, to say no, to only only say yes to things that really fit into my vision, and to really start to authentically be myself and make decisions not out of a place of um, you know feeling like I have to do something based on third party validation, mm-hmm. um, which is very freeing. And so, and so I'm here to really talk with you about how to do some of those things. And, uh, in my journey that has really enabled me to shed things like postpartum depression and, and chronic anxiety. Amy, it sounds like you've gone through a lot with both your own, right? difficult pregnancies and and I can my wife and I can relate with that that aspect but also you know losing family members and then all the stress of the career and you've you've gained a lot of clarity and wisdom through that process and one of the things um, I want to ask you to mind is what are some of the things that you had to let go of to make this transition you know I, I imagine that you had to kind of have a new mindset you mentioned setting boundaries Anything yeah. in particular that you had to let go of to, to kind of move forward? We could probably title this whole episode on letting go of letting go of control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> letting go of control. Um, that one took many years and I still struggle with it to this day. <laughs> but you know, I think if if you're a personality that is maybe type A or or personality that just naturally is kind of a builder, a visionary, a go-getter. And you just like, you just know that you have to go do big things in life. Um, you know, some personalities are just like that. I was certainly one of those from, from day one. And so, you know, letting go of control and really surrendering to this place where I had to really grow in my faith of like, you know, really growing beyond the title, growing beyond the paycheck, beyond anybody else's validation of my own self-worth and really um, surrender into my own spiritual journey with God and surrendering to his will versus versus my will and my timing. So it wasn't just, oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say that, and that was huge. Um, It was a huge, gateway to freedom where I no longer had to ruminate on trying to make everything fit at the right time and at the right place. And according to my own recipe card, um, versus just giving it up and saying like, okay, like today I'm going to surrender and I'm going to create impact with the people you put, put in front of me and, and put me in front of them. Right. Um, and, and build my business around that way. So becoming an entrepreneur and, and going through some of that journey, um, was extremely pivotal in letting go and relinquishing control. That, that makes makes perfect sense. That you know that, especially for those of us who have some of those the high performing, perfect perfectionist, maximizer, high achieving personality traits, that can be mm-hmm. a tough thing to do. A very tough thing to do. Because um, I think I think we we tend to tie a lot of our identity into what we achieve. It, yeah. I was going to ask as a, you know, as a high performer, uh, in the sales, in the sales world, and then also, you know, taking on so much as a working parent, what are some of the, the hardest things that, that our, our working moms 
you know, run into trying to balance both of those those worlds, balance both of those roles. Because um, I'm, I'm, I know that you know, it obviously causes a lot of stress, um, a lot of strain on you know individuals as well as relationships. Yeah, it can it can really be be a, a really big adjustment. Um, you know, some of the some of the things um, it's just kind of built into our society where sometimes we kind of think mom still has to do it all, or mom's been the go-to for so many generations in our family that you know that continues. But what has happened, obviously, is that we see this big shift in the workforce. So as we look at the workforce. Um, you know, over, over, I think it's like over, the latest stat I saw was over 40% of uh, dual income households. Mom was actually the breadwinner, which is an interesting one. And so as we see this paradigm shift where, you know, women obviously are, are, yeah, I know when I grew up, like you just, you went to college, that's just kind of the next thing that you did. Right. And so, and so we've been in this societal um, shift where we're highly educated women are you know respected in the workforce i'm not saying equity is there yet but we've made great strides in equity and um you know there's just but now there's more on our plate right and so and so now how do we really make create equity in all aspects of our lives at home and in our our personal lives and our marriages and, and different things if we're going to become dual household we we really have to lead that and so i wrote this book called leading motherhood Mm-hmm. And um, in a story of some of the things I went through from workplace discrimination and, and also the healthcare challenges and different things. But I tell the story um, briefly as some relatable examples of, of some of the things you may come across, but how to really step into our leadership place to be able to lead this narrative of, of um, you know, equality and, and leading what you need authentically in your life because um, you, you can do it without the sacrifice. And that's the first myth that I talk about in this book. And the first myth is you've got to sacrifice something in your career if you want to be a mom. You can't do it both, you know, and that's so not true. But it takes a different way of running your life. You cannot be emotionally reactive to absolutely everything. You, you get to really like, you know, be a leader of your vision and authentically communicate those things to your to your employer and to your spouse and to yourself. And so we get to get out of this place of people pleasing and we get to give ourselves permission to also take adequate breaks throughout the day so that we can do more um, in the time that's given. Well, congratulations on the book because and, and I know that's there's, there's some big you know big announcements even going on today. And really excited for you. That that's a huge accom- accomplishment in itself. Um, so re- really excited. Uh, so I'd get my copy of it as well. And also, you know, it's some, uh, something I can share with my wife because some of the things you're talking about, right, are, are spot on. I, I can we can I can relate to that. We can relate to that. Um, as far as working parents, what are some of the things that I guess some of the benefits you've seen, right? You've you've from kind of making this transition. You know, everything you've learned and now moving into, you know, as you moved into a different role to help coach others and lead others and, and help empower them. What are some things you've seen, I guess, benefits in your own life and, and maybe even some of those that you're helping, you know, by helping them to overcome this, this the, the difficulties, the stress, the anxiety of trying to, to do it all, all at once? A complete transformation. So, 
so I've had, you know, for in my own life, I'll just, I'll speak to that first. Um, you know, in my own life, we have been able to really, um, you know, avoid divorce, which was a, com- a topic of conversation around my house for a while. Um, you know, and we got really close several times and in, you know what, we were, we were really able to rebuild, um, you know, God works in amazing ways, as you know, and, and we were really able to take the pain and really look at it, see, see it for what it's worth and just say like, okay, what did I learn in this painful experience? And one of the best exercises I have all of my clients go through is looking back at the painful times in your life, making a list of all of them for as far back as you can remember, looking at that list. And then on the next column, really looking at, okay, what is the blessing? What did I learn? What was the, Mm -hmm. what was the lesson that was given to me? And, and doing that over and over and over and just naturally now doing that in the way of way that I operate, it really helps shift people that are maybe disconnected into being connected and shifting um, that that painful experience into okay I actually have a choice how am I going you know this is a circumstance this is something that's painful or or seems maybe like it's knocking down my ego for a hot second <laughs> like when I transitioned out of cybersecurity sales and into my own business that was an, that was an ego um, that was my ego being stripped away <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but beautiful so now that we're on the other side of it it's like okay this is such a blessing because we're able to create real impact with people that are are maybe you know thinking that their limitations are real and that they can only go so far in life and that they must operate in this place of exhaustion and anxiety and chronic burnout as a parent when in fact that's actually not the case um and we get to really give people that freedom. And that's what I've been up to the last couple of years. So the clients that I've worked with, you know, they've reported back to me and said like, wow, you know, my, my husband and I are now more connected. I'm now present with my kids at night. I'm still growing in my career and getting that promotion. And I can shut it off at five o'clock and have family time and not stay up till 2 a.m. working. You know, it's, oh, a, I love it's it. a different way of working. And, and to your point, you're not having to it's not all or one thinking it's the all or nothing thinking excuse me you can't just only be one or the other right there's a way to set sounds like healthy boundaries i'm sure it isn't easy you have to create new patterns you have new way of thinking new behaviors but it sounds like when you get to the other side um what a beautiful thing to help uh, you and your husband's relationship and 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 of those the folks you've worked with I, i i imagine amy through this process um that there's been some sense of, of liberation, freedom by really speaking about your experience and your truth. And even that aspect of vulnerability, um, maybe, you know, this has brought some, some connections or relationships, or maybe even people that you knew that you didn't know that they might've been suffering or struggling. Can you talk about that at all? Maybe how that may has opened up some pathways to better relationships with the people that you already know, as well as some of the, the people you've you've developed relationships with through coaching, how has that you know kind of opened up um, more meaningful dialogue? <laughs> I lo- I love your reference of vulnerability. So as you relinquish control, um, as a controller, as a, as that type of personality, the first step to intimacy, and that's oftentimes what many of us struggle with. If you're a doer and you just want to go 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 go, and you're very results oriented, right? You're you're mm-hmm. like, especially you know you're in sales now it's like 
Yep. It's like you're so results focused that sometimes you're a bull in a china shop and you're just going <laughs> for that number and you don't realize, you know, you don't realize the relationships that you're missing out on or maybe even stepping on. Um, there's some collateral damage that can happen. And so if you're mm -hmm. not careful, and I certainly had some experiences where there was some collateral damage. And so, and so through this process, I have really uh, learned to step into vulnerability, share my story with people so that we can remove the stigma around. It started with, I wanted to remove the stigma around postpartum depression. Yes. What I didn't know, what I didn't know a couple of years ago was how much that was going to blossom into just teaching this type of individual high performers, how to become greater connected and have more meaningful relationships to create that fulfilling life and balance that they're looking for. And it really starts with stepping into a sense of uh, intimacy, belonging, being vulnerable in order to open the gates to that, because that's what really unlocks it all. I couldn't agree anymore. I've, I've, you know, I've personally experienced that just through, the, you know, through this podcast, same thing. Mm -hmm. The more, the more that, you know, whoever it is, whoever, you know, whoever you are listening, the more you're able to speak about your true authentic experience, the more the people you build deep trusted relationships, certainly not with every single person you meet, right? With, but where you're comfortable, where, where, where it feels right for you. Um, mm -hmm. I have found that to be very rewarding. Um, now, Amy, through, through the coaching and, and the speaking engagements, um, I imagine, you know, you have your experience, but then you also have this, you know, larger, um, set of evidence, so to speak, where you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're meeting with people. I imagine you, you see some trends or some patterns in things that, that are happen that happen often with, with people. Obviously you can't get into specific scenarios, but any, sure. any, any patterns you're seeing as far as some of the challenges, um, that, that working parents or, or, or the folks you're working with that they're running into, like, you know that someone on this who's listening right now maybe think you know what that sounds like me that sounds like exactly what i'm experiencing yeah i think well i think just overall in our world right now we can all feel if we if we tune into this we can all feel the fear and anxiety that's just kind of running rampant in the world right there's there's just we're getting hit with that right and left um through news outlets etc right and and if you're working in a corporate environment that can be part of your environment i hope it's not i hope your work culture is very positive but um there are circumstances out there where you might be you know working in in that kind of a company or working on a team that's just kind of fear-based um and so what i've seen is people that are in those environments where fear is prevalent mm -hmm then they start to be really reactive in their life. And when you're reactive in your life, you're not really making decisions out of authenticity, you're, you're reacting, right? And so you're giving up actually your voice and you're giving up your true uh, vision and calling. When in fact, that's like what you're working so hard for. You're like, I just wanna find my, every human being out there wants mm -hmm. to like operate in their place of purpose, right? And so, and so what I've noticed is, you know, around, you know, these times that we live in and, and just uh, if you're in that type of environment or maybe you're in a, maybe you're at home in a marriage that's maybe not so amazing right now in this season or whatever the challenges mm -hmm. are, right? Life happens. Um, just pay attention. If you feel fear, it is not something you should even pay attention to and the thing that you can quickly remember and shift from it within seconds 
is courage. What is the courageous action or thing that I'm going to say or decision that I'm going to make right in this second to be able to release the fear, step into courage, and and that will align me with my my joy and my fulfillment. And so that's that. a really quick thing that you can do immediately that will release it. Yes, the whole concept of fear, right? That absolutely resonates, and I know a lot of people right, understand that that feeling. As mm-hmm. as you as you made this transition, right? Obviously, that was a that was a big, bold, courageous moment to go from, you know, <laughs> you, were, you were rewarded, you're doing great, right? You're, you're mm-hmm. you know, your family's being rewarded, you know, all externally, but inside probably didn't exactly feel so great, um, and which I, I imagine is very common, right? I, I had a, I had a very similar experience. Um, mm-hmm. as well, which also resulted in depression or came out, you know, surface as depression. But I'm, I'm really amazed how you made this, you know, anytime someone makes this kind of this massive change. So you went from where you were highly successful, you know, well rewarded and receiving accolades and you made this change and it's a risk. It was a risk undoubtedly. And I'm sure there were some moments of fear and uh, what am I doing with this and, and second guessing, yeah. but tell me more about what what was the what was the trigger what was the 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 launch pad that, that made you you know why did you make that change because that's pretty significant and uh, and it's, i find it inspirational i think there's i'm sure there's folks here who are listening who are thinking you know what i've been wanting to you know do this thing that 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 is more authentically me and i'm not sure how to do that or if it's even possible yeah. but i'd love to hear a little bit more about how you made that shift that's allowed you to really dial into to you know your purpose yeah, so it so number one is that it doesn't happen overnight, um, but it was a it was a process. So in early 2020, I had been just we were doing awesome, we were doing great in the cybersecurity company I was working for. However, um, there was you know a leader that I was working for that you know just our different styles. Um, I definitely was to the point personally too where. I was just to the breaking point internally where anxiety and and some of the things I had PTSD for over four and a half years after I gave birth to my last daughter. And, and so it was really difficult to put up with this manager that was just very over authoritarian over the top. Um, and, and he had said something one day that just really, I was just like, are you kidding? Like, I can't do enough for this person. And so mm-hmm. it was just, it was just one of those moments in time where I, it broke, it broke me for a hot second. Yeah. And I just, I just actually prayed to God to get fired. I was like, please just let me out of this. Like I wanted to mm-hmm. run because I was in fight or flight. Um, I was in fight or flight mode with this, this person that was quite uh verbally attackful in the workplace and so Mm. and so i was released of my duties there very thankfully and i was extremely happy when that happened in fact i told my i told my husband that day that they let me go i said i think i'm gonna get fired today just so you know (laughs) 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 and he was like are you kidding me and he's like he's like really and he's like well okay i kind of understand like this is this had been going on a very long time and i had Mm -hmm. you know it was a big thing anyway. And so, and so I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, well, we'll figure it out. So I did, I, you know, they're like, okay, you're, you're gone. I was like, thank you later. See you later. Um, <laughs> and so my husband said, um, when that happened, my husband said, uh, how did you just do your own thing? Like you could be a consultant or something like that. I don't know. You'll figure it out. 
And it was his faith in me that was really awesome because I didn't have faith in me at that point. I just felt broken down. Um, and I felt exhausted and I felt all of that that happens when you just like, you just, everything kind of in your life, my life really, my value was so attached to my status, the big company that I was working for, the paycheck, all the things, mm-hmm. right? That had crumbled. And so I was like, oh, how did I do that? So over six months or so, I started to really lean into that. And I started to do some consulting for a friend of mine that owned a cybersecurity company. And so that kicked off my advisory uh, first you know, company that I had. And then through that, I started to do transformational work. And I thinking like, if I'm going to be a CEO, I should probably go get some leadership training, not knowing that I would be going through this whole transformational thing that was really serving what I needed. It really was the pivotal thing that broke me through all of the traumatic experience that I had had several years before. So here we are in 2023, where I am really focused down on a business niche um, to serve other working moms because of the experiences that I went through. And it really took me a long time and business coaches and other people helping me in this journey to, sh- to really help me have the courage and, incur- and, in- and, in- and inspire my courage to be able to align with what I was supposed to do. So it's the- amazing how <clears throat> such great, I'm, I'm sorry, Amy, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Oh, I was just going to say, so the, so the, so the takeaway there is, you know, investing in a mentor sometimes is the best thing that you can do. Interesting. Yes. I'm taking notes as we're speaking because there's a lot of great nuggets here. So the, <laughs> it's, it's always amazing. Um, it doesn't feel like the time, but how such great pain and uncertainty can lead to some of our greatest growth. And mm-hmm. it's absolutely what happened in this case. And mm-hmm. I think this is especially timely, you know, as you and I both know, you know, macroeconomically, um, we're at that time of year and even, you know, within our nation, there's been a lot of uh, reduction forces and layoffs in the tech industry in specific, right? Yeah. Another role. So, uh, you know, this, this message, right? This, this mindset and, and how to approach things certainly resonates with someone who may have just lost their job and, and maybe was thinking, you know, maybe this is the time. So it could be just enough to kind of go, you know, if, if they're in the place, they can do it to kind of take that step, take the leap. So I think it's very timely as far as your message. Um, you know, yeah. one, obviously, absolutely um, for your niche, but also for, you know, for just for folks in, in sales, for folks in the tech industry, for, for working parents as a whole. Yeah. Look, guys, if you've been laid off, like congratulations, like seriously, congratulations. Stop operating in fear that something, that this didn't happen on purpose. You know, there's been a lot of people who've been laid off by email and I think that treatment of employees is absolutely despicable. Yep. And I don't respect that kind of communication at all. But you, my friend, that have been laid off, you have been given the greatest opportunity in your life to be able to sink into what you authentically want. And so, that's why it's so important to really dig deep into what you want to do and not lean into a fear-based decision of, I got to go pay the bills, which I know that's, we all have to pay the bills. Um, but if there's any way to really like align your, your need to be able to do that and to do the thing that you really want to do now is the time and gift to do that. I love it. 
I love it. I think that's just that's just the talk that some of us need to hear. Uh, some, sometimes it can be just the, just the jet fuel that you need. So I'm also curious from the perspective of of a right of a spouse or a partner, um, a significant other of one who's going through this difficulty, right? Because you you could be listening right now, and maybe you're not feeling this kind of stress and anxiety. Maybe maybe you're you know maybe you're in a good spot. Maybe you're 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 in a very comfortable role, or you're happy, you're pleased. But you're living with, or you're in a close relationship, either, you know, it's it's a it's a loved one, you know, you know, a spouse or a partner, or it could be a friend. So, any any advice that you'd give Amy for for those who are the support system for someone who is feeling this kind of pain and stress, right? Because ultimately, it's up to the the individual, right? Only each of us has the power to change. But what can those of us, whether if it's a husband um, or a wife or a friend, you know, what can we do to try to to inspire or support those around us who are feeling this because this is this when you're in this kind of stress it is really really hard yeah it is really hard and the the thing that you don't want to have is someone to discount your emotions and so this is a place where if you know if, if you're the support to someone that's going through a big time um, this is an opportunity for you to grow in intimacy yourself and connection with that person by by just listening and by just being open to to you know um, listening to them tell their story. If they have to tell their story five different times, twenty different times, I probably told my story one million times to my husband. <laughs> I don't even know, um, but <laughs> but that rumination is something that can happen and and they just need to get it out to someone and all you all you have to do is say I'm here for you mm-hmm. I love you I'm here for you and you don't have to say you agree with them or put your opinion on anything they just want to be heard just like if you're managing someone in the workplace that may be going through a difficult time that empathetic leadership style is huge and that's pivotal to the performance of your team and so just giving people that space all right so i may i may be considering this one of my eap sessions for my marriage counseling because that may be just what i needed to hear uh that (laughs) in all seriousness that that you know because i'll I'll admit i get i get a bit impatient when i hear the same story i'm i almost take offense to it almost an ego thing like okay i heard you i got it got it Mm -hmm. and you know, my wife is just telling me that sometimes she's like, I just, I'm trying to help make you understand. Yeah. Right. And it's maybe because I'm not surely, I'm not maybe leaning into that. I really hear you. So that was, right. you know, Amy, I hear you. I hear you in this. <laughs> like, I, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm listening. I think that's very, very helpful for us to, to kind of pick up from that. Um, yeah, this is, this is spot on with, you know, all the stresses that, that a lot of us feel at work and trying to balance everything. Um, I, you know, I'd be interested you touched on a little bit. What, what would you say your, maybe if, if you know, you mentioned your husband, if, if he was on or, or, or your children, I'm sure you've had these conversations, but what do you think they would say they've noticed as far as you, again, the benefits from, from their perspective of you being able to overcome this stress, the anxiety to, to step into who you are and to your purpose, you know, anything you, you know, you could share that maybe from their perspective, how they perceive this change in Amy. Um, you know, one of the, well, so my husband, you know, he's, he's obviously, um, been attuned to all of this kind of, kind of thing from day one. And so 
I think he would, and he's told me before, like the roller coaster of emotion has, has ironed out, right? It's become more consistent. I've been, you know, not as quick to respond or emotionally escalated at different times. And, and so I think you see that, especially when, when women are going through, maybe they're, maybe you're um, a parent of two young kids and you're just exhausted, right? Both parents are exhausted. Um, you know, things can, can be really hard in those, in that season of life. And so, uh, if someone's going through depression, anxiety, or if they're going through postpartum just means after kids. So you can literally have postpartum depression technically at any point, you know, after having kids. Um, but, but so, you know, that, that roller coaster ride of emotions, when you break through that, that's breaking through the chronic stress cycle. When you learn how to take an emotional, physical, and spiritual break throughout the day, and I don't care if you do it for five minutes each or, or a half hour each, you're giving yourself rest and recovery time, which your human body needs. It just does. And so when you learn some of the things that I teach around emotional intelligence and how to manage through um, those stressful times in life, you're breaking up the pattern of subconsciously bringing in human behavior that will that will fuel and open up the chronic stress cycle over and over and over again. And that's where you see people really struggle in work performance or their relationships continually break down. They have two, three, four marriages. Like it's a real thing. But when we get to the the root cause of the anxiety and 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 those human behaviors, and we can reverse the way that you're attacking your your life because clearly in those breakdowns it's not working. Um, that's where the beauty is, and so that's where I think my husband's probably seen the biggest biggest um, change. And then my kids, you know, they're six and eight, but when I know that I'm really present with them and I've made that adjustment, you know, they'll mm -hmm. say things like, mom, you're really fun. My oldest, Ava, she'll say that. <laughs> mom, you're really fun. And she'll give me a big oh, hug and it. kiss. And I'm like, oh, okay, I did something right today. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so That's literally the best right there. I mean, like that, if we're talking about outcomes, right? Yeah. hear that because I experienced depression and I know what it's like to be in the thick of it. You, you just are unwell. You're unwell and not able to fully experience the life that you have, the blessings that you have. So to then be on the other side and to hear from your children, something like that, like that's, that's like, that is a, that is more than a reward than probably you could ask for. So I think, I think that's beautiful. I absolutely love it. I, I, one, another thing I was going to ask Amy was, you know, we're talking a lot about what we can do that's within our control, right? Right. We have control of ourselves and how we react, how we perceive a situation, what behaviors we actions we take. And as individuals who maybe are in a difficult situation at work and home and, and all the all the factors combined. And obviously this is probably outside of our individual power. But mm -hmm. I'm curious though, just because you know, you know, you know a lot about this and you and you've been you've been, you know, coaching on this. What do you think that we need to do as as companies, as leaders in companies, um, you know, from this kind of this, these macro level to help create the right environments to help prevent this and or support people who are struggling in this area? Because I think there's a need there, right? Because you know, I think to hit it from the top down perspective, if there are some leaders in there, maybe who are who are in charge of shaping company culture or working yeah. environments, you know, what 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 kind of tips would you offer them? 
So the first thing that has to happen in order to create a culture that really scales your business, right? As business leaders, we're always focused on the bottom line and the experience of employees is a great nice to have, I think in many cases, but at the end of the day, people are making decisions based on a balance sheet. Um, and so, and so to really tie in to how we can marry the two, um, you know, company cultures really need to be created through a culture of, of just, you know, psychological safety, belonging, having, you know, the stigma removed around life circumstances, like sometimes mental health things come up, sometimes the pressure is on and people respond in different ways, like being able to have a leadership team that lives by you know, an empathetic leadership model, as an example, is a great way to go. Uh, but it has to start with the top down. It has to start with consistent and congruent actions within the leadership team and 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 down the chain, the mid-level management, et cetera, to be able to really create this culture where people feel like, you know what, I just had a baby and I shouldn't be afraid of telling anyone about it. I should be able mm -hmm. to celebrate it and know that I'm not going to be dinged uh, in my comp plan or in my role or held back just because I have children. Or maybe you have someone that doesn't have children, but um, they're a caregiver of someone in their family, same thing. Or the individual that maybe is single and a working professional, but they're really struggling with anxiety and depression. And some days they just need to take a day off and have a break. They should be able to say like, I need a PTO day with no questions asked. Mm -hmm. um, and so that creates, you know, that culture when we're congruent as leaders and do the same thing as well, when we're not working 80 plus hours and get stuck in that, stuck in the energy suck of just doing because most of that mm -hmm. work isn't even needed. You know, I love it when people say, well, you're an executive, <laughs> you're going to work 70 or 80 hours a week. Why? Is that really effective? <laughs> Nobody's effective at that level. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it goes downhill after a certain number of hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just, then you're just in the office to be in the office. Let's be honest, you know, it's <laughs> maybe, for the maybe for the coffee and the view. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think well, that's, you know, I think that's the first step is it, it has to be a congruent um, culture that, that is created in leadership. And then from there, you know, policies, uh, and, and programs and different things can be established. It makes perfect sense. The, Amy, I just want to tell you, um, I really appreciate how you're making a difference um, from working parents, for companies, as you just shared, right, at the macro level. And I'll use, and, and selfishly for me, you just helped, you just gave me some really great advice. So uh, even <clears throat> Uh, even even for the individual level, um, for, for me and my family. So I appreciate you investing the time today. I know this is a big day as far as some announcements for the book and all the good things you're working on to continue to further your mission and help more people. Um, so I know there's going to be people out here who are listening who would love to know how can they stay in touch, how they, can they follow you, how can they support you, um, any information you'd like to share that they can, they can follow all the work you're doing. Yeah, thanks, Chris, for the opportunity. Um, yeah, everybody can go to my website. It's Amy Lee. It's Amy, A-M-Y, Lee, L-E-I-G-H, looper.com. So amyleelooper.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on, really, LinkedIn is the best way. So if you just send me a connection request on LinkedIn, you know, I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn. 
And then um, the new book is out on Amazon and it's called Leading Motherhood, Surrendering to Faith Over Fear from the Delivery Room to Boardroom. And it's part story and part working journal. So it's wonderful for um, people that should go through the journal and really step into um, some exercises that help unlock what their true vision is and create boundaries as a working parent, understand what their values are as a working parent, and and walk away from this walk away from this um, from this journal really having a clear sense of like okay this is how I want to lead my motherhood journey and honestly even though it's called motherhood dads can do it too the, both of these exercises all of these exercises are really gender gender neutral um, I just happen to be a mom so that's who I market to but you guys could do it as a couple and it's really helpful. I love it. I love and I love the connection between the delivery room and the boardroom. I, I really like that. I think that's pretty catchy. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to take a look at it. I'm very, very excited for everything you're doing. Thank you again for investing the time. And any final words or any final thoughts before before we uh, wrap up uh, today's uh, episode? I just thank you for your podcast. I think uh, you know the triumph over trauma is needed, and and trauma is something that's individual. Your definition of trauma it doesn't need to be judged it just is what it is and and if you've gone through something that's been really significant in your life i love that you're giving listeners ways to help bring them through it and and someday that mountain that you're climbing will look so small and and you're going to be able to take the gift of all, everything that you learned and and help other people thank you. that and that was completely unsolicited plug by the way amy th- thank you that 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 that, that did make my day um, and I, I like the imagery, right, of making that mountain smaller, because when you're at the base of it, when you're just starting it, it just seems in like un, unconquerable. And mm-hmm. just like as when you were in the thick of it, in those different areas. So, you know, finding that way and then you'll look back like, wow, I did this. Like, and, and this is what I learned from that. And that's what we shared today. So thank you so much. Um, we will be following you and I appreciate all the time and and I'm excited to take a look at the book and work through some of the exercises. Great. Thanks, Chris. All right. Have a great day. Thanks, Amy.